Hey guys, welcome to Only Be and Me, your host, Danika. So today I've got a longtime friend with me, Antonia. Antonia goes by the name of T, so we're going to call her T for the evening. T, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, so my name's T. Um, as Danika said, I'm her longtime friend. Um, I've come from a good couple, good, good, good couple of years back. It's, it's growing, it's growing. Yeah, so um, yeah, we've been on a journey together. Um, yeah. Yeah, as I can say, from a business point of view, and as growing up as women. Yeah, young black women. Yeah, young black women. We've um, we've been there to kind of help each other through our ups yeah. and downs. We have been through a lot of ups and downs. We're both single mums. And we're both trying to just strive and push forward successfully in our own different ways, both different ways. So I understand now with your life currently, you're doing, what's it, um, you're a life insurance advisor? Yes. So just want to tell me a bit about that because I know that people like myself are like, something that you're going to sell, but yeah. it is a bit more serious than that. And I think it does have a lot of value and a lot of people of the black community actually should actually just have a hear out, hear you out on this. So yeah. just give us a bit of info. Um, so life insurance. Okay. When we hear life insurance, we automatically just, you know, jump to um, death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When we think of put, taking out life insurance, the first thing we think of is, oh, um, I don't plan to die, which I can understand that we don't plan, we don't. No, plan I, to I ain't planning to die. <laughs> we don't ever plan to die. I don't yeah. think you understand. Those things are unexpected and we kind of never know Inable. when them things are going to mm-hmm. happen because unfortunately death is the only thing that's guaranteed. That is guaranteed, unfortunately. Um, but life insurance, there's so many different avenues because obviously with life insurance, um, cover your life so that's your life within your as in your income your business and your family and just as i always say to people when it comes to thinking about life you need to remember you are that main aspect of life Mm. without you nothing nothing can kind of move forward within yourself you know what i mean so it's like you running your home that's you going to work mm. every day that's you bringing your income your expenditure yeah you know what i mean it's like you have putting yourself to them what if moments that what if i'm not able to go out and actually create an income or make an income okay i understand that but i don't know if other people have this question what happens if i pay and the company goes bankrupt um even with things like that where if we're regulated by the fca Okay, what's that? So the FCA is the Financial Conduct Authority. So okay. what they do, they basically make sure your policies still be un- intact, okay. whether or not a business um, goes bust or not, because your policy is actually not with a business. Okay. It's actually with the insurance. Okay. So myself, I'm basically like the middleman. Okay. I'm the middleman for the insurance man, and I'm the middleman for you, my client. Okay. I just make sure I relay and relay information between the insurer and, and my insurer and the client. Make sure everybody has the correct information. Mm. So as you know, it's I just take the stress off your shoulders. Mm, you can that. basically understand how your policy works. Yeah. And I do the hard work and the paperwork. I know because I myself have taken out life insurance. Um, signed up for it, paid for it, but actually didn't know what the hell I was signing for until yes. you actually broke it down to me and goes, da, 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 and I'm like, oh, so I can do that. And then, exactly. So I yeah. feel like when it comes to life insurance, we're not educated enough. Yeah. 
some. some. I, I, yeah. where I grew up, I, I, I have family members that actually have life insurance. I was always aware of it, but I, it wasn't something that was actually like drilled into me. Like it's something that's of importance. Yeah. I was just aware that yeah, my, the older people have that life insurance. That's for them. Yeah. But now, obviously, I'm getting of age, thirty-two. <laughs> And I'm obviously a single mum, yeah. and when I think about it from our conversations, yeah. if anything happens to me... What happens? What happens to you, your boy? What happens to my boy? And who actually is going to pay for me to actually go down? Am I going to put that for, uh, that finance on, on my son? Yeah. Me as a mother, I don't think I want to. I don't think yeah. any mo- anyone it, would. But it's, you know what it is? We don't think about it. Because we don't think about death, and we don't like to think about the worst... Yes. Do you know what I mean? But I just believe when it comes to life and the life we're living, we need to start planning ahead, being a step ahead yeah. of things. You understand? And insurance, just like any other insurance, is only there for just-in-case purposes. Do you know what I feel? I feel like a lot of our community, we've lost our morals within ourselves. Yes. Are like keeping the family safe. Yes. Keeping everything amongst ourselves. Yes, I think there's a lot of values yeah. that's been lost. And I think that's more to do with culture. Yeah. How culture's going. And of course, with culture and parents, there's, the parents are becoming younger. That is true. Pa- I'm a young parent. Yes. So um, I, I think I can relate to that. So I think with us, with well, myself definitely, like with me now, I'm at 27, I'm realising that my daughter's now turning um, nine in August. And okay. I'm actually realising that I wasn't bringing her up with morals. Like, I would say certain things, but morally I wasn't trying to, like... Enforce. Enforce that into her property. Okay. And then I was realising... Well, that's actually something I came to with in realisation with myself, is yeah. that when you have morals, you understand actually where you're going and you actually have a structure. Yeah. You're you going by. You yeah. actually... If you, if, you are, if you say, okay... Um, one of my values or morals is respect. Yeah. So now you know everything that you're doing around that is going towards being respectful. Yeah. And I think that's what I've lost. A lot of us have lost, especially the black community. We've lost that so much. It's just like learning to respect each other. Yes, but I feel like within London, yes, we have a lot of poverty. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of attributes towards it and why yeah. we have lost respect yeah. for our elders and for the local governments and things That's like definitely that. definitely true. So um, I feel there's a bit more aspects into that. Okay, definitely. Um, but with me, I just feel like it's home. Mm. Because I don't think... that the gov- I feel like the government are going to say what they have to say. Yeah. They're going to implement, but I feel like it's us. That have know? to teach our we own. We have to. We do have to, definitely. And as you're saying, going back to the values and the morals, and we've lost that and... Back in the days, I remember my nan talking about life insurance. Yeah. And all them little stuff, and it just used, it just gets lost down the way because... It does. My mum, I had to say, well, how come I didn't know about life insurance and stuff like that? Well, um, you know, obviously quite recently, my nan passed away during this whole pandemic. Thank you. Um, one thing I did realise is that my nan took out life insurance, and lucky that she did because my father was able to pay for her funeral with that if he didn't have that it would have been one of those situations where we'd have to ask a cousin Mm -hmm. such and such to try and raise that money um that has now made my father more aware that if anything happens to him Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the best relationship with each one of these children what would happen to him Mm -hmm. so he's now thinking right i think i need to definitely get myself some life insurance i have what i realized that it takes something so harsh for people to understand the value of life insurance. So when it comes to, you know, um, a lot of these gang crimes, knife crimes, things like that, 
when it, when everyone's gangbanging, doing their thing and living that life, with the actual thought something might happen to you, who's going to pay for yeah. your funeral? You're going to leave that with your mum. And this is what I've... When you're wearing your Bianciaga <laughs> trains and stuff and your Gucci, that, what about your mum? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about, are we fit? And that's my thing, it's putting the first thought forward. Yeah. Do you know what, and I feel we have to start having these conversations. We do. We need to start having these conversations in our households. Um, to, it, it, I, but I just feel it just starts with education. It's just us going out. So, like, with myself and my team that we have. Yeah. We are... Well, what, what are you actually actively doing to actually spread this word? Because I do think it's something really, like, we should all, we should all be aware of. Um, what would you actually do? So, currently, my team... Um, so obviously um, we are all individually self-employed but collectively this is a mission that we're all on okay. the mission is basically to, 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 to put ourselves out there and that is in the presence of social media yeah um, and because obviously the times that we're in now usually if this because of corona yeah without corona we would usually be doing um, you know events okay. speaking events yeah talking to people educating going around just you know okay. giving free events educating people on exactly what life insurance can do for them mm. um, and obviously with um, corona now it's just more taking giving it more of that social media push now getting your face out on social media having to actually put yourself out there do you know what i say something just came to mind we was on a podcast no not a podcast a zoom chat the other day yeah. And there was a guy, he's very aggressive in his um, tone, but um, yeah, there was a guy, he was, um, he was just kept going on, driven on about the fact that this pandemic mm-hmm. and people need to review their policies and how, and just going on about just um, yeah. the pandemic and stuff. And life insurance. Yeah. For those that are worried about if life insurance does cover you um, for pandemic situations, yes, it does. <laughs> and if you need more information on that, obviously, but um, you can have my contact details, which you'll put at the end of the podcast. Um, but definitely, um, you'll be covered if a pandemic is to happen. Yes, because um, so don't be discouraged with getting life insurance. Yes, because all this is I would never on. discourage anyone to not read the finer print. I've always right. been told that read your policy, but yep. you, no matter what, we're all gonna we're all gonna die. Yes. So just always remember that. Yeah. So. Is where a lot of us worry about this pandemic that's going on now. Mm. Let's forget about the, the natural stuff. There's normal stuff. There's things that happen to people every day. Definitely. Do you know what I'm saying? There's something you can go to sleep and not, and you don't have to guarantee you wake up the next morning. Definitely. But wait, that is enough about your current situation. Yes. I am very proud of you. Thank I've you. seen you you grow and blossom. <laughs> Thank you very much. You are just like myself, just an average girl trying to make it, and you're doing your thing. So well done. Thank you very much. All right, so. Let's take it down. T. Talk to you. Where are you in life? You're a mum. You've been in a, a relationship for how long? I was in a relationship for 10 years. So from the age of 16 to the age of 25. 25. That's, um, that's a good length of time, especially at a young age. Yes. And now you've come out. How do you feel? Um... I can actually say I'm a new person. Yeah? Yeah. And not to respect and say that my relationship wasn't good or mm. nothing never happened. I think it just reached to a point where I was just ready to grow. Okay. And that situation couldn't... I couldn't grow in that situation that I was 
the person and now I look back at it now where I am today and I look back where I was I the person who I am now I could have never been that person it takes a lot of steps I see your growth and understand it so you know what I mean yeah I would never I could never be that per- the person I am now I could never be the person I know you definitely honest. change every day every time I see you on social media I'm like yeah that's my friend <laughs> Like, yeah, she's, yeah, Do she's doing things, she's doing bits. I can't, I've, I've just learned that um, everything is an experience. Mm. The good, the bad. Definitely. The good, the good is just a great, the good is just a win and your the bad is just a lesson. It's definitely lessons and lessons, yeah. We don't take L's, we only do lessons. Like, yeah, we are. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just, um, I'm in a really good place and um, I would say to any woman that feels like they've been in a relationship for a long time and it feels like this is it for them and this is all they have in store for them and they know they can do more you can do more like if you feel like you're not growing and you want to grow step out you have to do what's right for you sometimes situate even we you know it's us women we especially you know us women we just don't know when to leave if the situation is calling for you to leave that's usually a situation calling for your growth yeah um and use your t- t- when you feel that your intuition yeah that intuition when it's when you actually feel that thing like it's time for you to leave leave because that's your chance oh, intuition that's something i'd like to have a podcast about because i believe in that intuition like if i if i had listened to it a couple of times Ah, we'd have made some better choices, but like you say, we don't take L's. We do lessons, we so do you lessons. might sometimes you have to look at it like, <laughs> the reason why you did it was because, or you had to go through that because now yeah. you've reached a place where yeah. you can say, you know what, I ain't going to do that again. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Or, you know what, I know I know how to, I think the, I think the biggest thing I, I've said, or I've learned from all this is, I come first, so mm. I kept my peace. Let me ask you one more question. What have you actually been doing during this whole lockdown? It's been three months now, right? Yeah. What have you actually been doing to keep yourself active? The funniest thing is, um, I this job actually came down <laughs> like at the beginning of lockdown. So the Monday I actually finished my training. Oh, okay. And then Friday, um, we got told on lockdown. So Monday, you know, I could imagine I was doing you got to imagine, I went into the shop having my plan. Mm-hmm. I was going to go out, go network. Yeah. And then this coronavirus, okay, cool. The Monday, we've done the training. I was like, yeah, by Wednesdays, restaurants are yeah. down. Yeah, everything was gone. Do you know what I mean? I got Friday, shut down from work too. Everything got locked up. Mm-hmm. So my plans just all went in the air. So I've been trying to start this life insurance thing from the ground up like yeah. so you know what I mean within quarantine yeah whereas majority of my um, colleagues they've obviously had the opportunity to get the taste of being outside getting colleagues and doing the face to face stuff because this all used to be face to face before going to people's homes yeah. speaking to them that's what I remember people used to come to my, my family's house exactly. and collect the cash so that's ex- <laughs> exactly so that's how we come to have obviously now it's direct debits but mm. we actually come into your home where you're comfortable and we have it's going to be a bit mad home. when everything dies down going to people's home of course you know what? <laughs> your PPE what's it called PPE PPE yeah. right thank, <laughs> but thank god for um, um, so technology mm. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. We, and we've got 
when we do our consultations now, they're done all. We can do them over the phone. Yeah, Zoom is one of the platforms that is really... Like, I'm doing Zoom chats myself, exactly. and um, they're so actually really nice to see everyone interact. Yeah. It's nice, because in the beginning, there was a lot of people... Like, I've got friends... Well, we're both single women yeah. with kids, but I have got friends that don't have any kids, and they were just at home. Mm-hmm. Anything they had was actually WhatsApp, Instagram social media literally yeah so i can only imagine for the elderly people if they didn't have access to family and things like that exactly so it makes it it just makes it it makes it's like a check it's a change it is it's, it's it's something to adapt to because even though we are on social media we are able to now connect to more people yeah definitely at the same time sometimes service ain't great though but yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> i had to put it in there well, yes, good way though. Mm. <laughs> we won't comment on my wi-fi around here <laughs> no but definitely um um this life insurance has actually just changed my way of me looking at life altogether it's changed you as a person like it has yeah because it's just made me see the benefits how it can actually just benefit us all and especially for us as single mums yes like, we don't think about it when i was sitting out with my financial advisor she, she literally just sat there and said, okay, so if your family wasn't able to bury you, mm. if anything was to happen to you, how would they look after your kids, your daughter? Pull through as we do as a community, but... Of course we can pull through, but still there's financial struggle behind it. I know, there always is. And when there's financial struggle, that causes other struggles within the... Mental health and everything. Do you know what I mean? And there's family struggles then because my daughter... I don't want my daughter to become a burden onto anybody else. Crime, everything, poverty, yeah. I don't want my daughter to go to my mum. No, my mum don't really have it already. I understand. I'm leaving my child with her and then that's an extra mouth now she has to feed because she's going to do not saying she's not going to do it. I understand because when we had the conversation, I honestly was thinking that I weren't going to get life insurance so I was like 40, 50, because I've got this thing, it's for old people. Mm-hmm. When I spoke to, um, who was it, my dad, my dad said to me, oh, I shouldn't basically get it, like I'm too young, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But when I spoke to my nan who was of 90, how old is she, 91, mm-hmm. she was like, yes, Obviously, get that you need to make sure you protect you and Reese. And hearing it from her made me think, you know what? I need to speak to the person that has been on this earth longer. My foundation yeah. that's that understand how this system works. She's exactly. been she's, she's spent enough time to understand. Exactly, and it's just all about protection. A lot of us got this thing like, oh, we're paying into the system. And I'll say to everybody, life insurance is not a, a government system thing. It's actually it's, you just need to educate yourself on ways how to actually protect protect yourself from the government and insurance and having insurance is one of those things i feel like people just need to have a conversation with you to, so you can actually hear you and so you, they can actually get their point across to you to, yeah. for their for the ifs and their buts of course. and i think it will definitely you'll definitely get some like understanding out there i love it i love it i, I, I like people to challenge me because i love the challenge because then it gives me a chance to now um change your view yeah on something that you may seem is not beneficial to you, but oh my days, it is. once you understand it, yeah, you understand that you're doing the best thing and investing in yourself the best way. We spend money on home insurance, phone insurance, life insurance. A lot, is of, not... us, but a lot of us, don't, sorry to cut you, yeah, babes, a lot of us don't even protect our homes. I know, I know. Um, a couple of years ago, you, you must know when yeah. I had the fire in this house, yeah. I didn't know about that, mm. and that was one of the things that 
someone said to me, did you have life insurance? But oh, even though I... Yeah, life insurance. Yeah. Um, but even though I didn't have it and I was aware of it, I still didn't actually get it. I still don't actually have it now. Now we're saying it, oh my gosh, I exactly. actually don't have it. It's something... As we get older, we start learning. We exactly. start growing. And I'm telling you, when I've done people's insurances, I've seen insurances done for 10, like, like um, home and contents insurance done for £10. Yeah, definitely. People think it's expensive. Yeah. They, that's the thing. They th- I thought it was... I, no, not that I thought it was, it was expensive. You just thought it was a lot. You, you just thought it was a bigger expense. Yeah, definitely. Cause like your car, like it's another car insurance. Yes, thing. yes. I don't even want to pay for my phone to, be, um, to have minutes, but I need it. <laughs> you need it. So, so um, this is the thing with the car. Car insurance, is expensive yes you even when we get it down to a hundred pound and it seems like that's hundred pound not mine exactly you know what i mean that's some of the lucky ones Mm. so you could be paying what 150 pound and you could most probably invest 10 percent of that in getting yourself a small policy that's going to cover yourself you know what speaking of that one of your other ideas which i really do love and i can't wait for you to expand on that is that you wanted to help people with building their credit mm-hmm. and budgeting yes so i think that all kind of fits in line with Everything. what you're doing yeah it does because cause... yeah people like myself i'm i'm very poor at money i'm getting yeah. better but i was never really taught how to actually have money management yeah. that would be very very helpful for people of like course. me um it's as i said to when it comes to um money man- management obviously it's the first thing you always set is your mindset mm. and you have to kind of set your mindset to say well i want money I want to be able to keep money. And when you when you start thinking like that, you just it automatically. But the first step is just you putting your mind there first. Definitely. Once your mind gets there first, I think the rest of it becomes just you know what I mean. Second nature. Second nature after a while. Well, I hope so. We're still work in progress. Of course, of course. <laughs> but trust me, once you start getting all those things down, your credit in order, and your budgeting, and your debts down, because I get a lot of that. Oh, I can't afford it. So another service is that, as you said, I do offer is okay. Um, since if you might find it hard or you might not know um, where the money's gonna come from, let's put a budgeting plan together. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can see where your money's going and what you're spending your money on. Mm-hmm. And it might need for you to require to cut back on certain things. But as I said, you, I can't force you to do that, and I will not ever force anybody to do that. Do you understand? Alright, I'm gonna go back onto another topic. I like change up and down. Yeah, that's fine. Did you protest? And what's your thoughts on the protesting? No. I didn't protest. And I don't protest because I don't believe in peaceful protesting. You don't believe in. Oh. <laughs> when you actually catch what she actually, she's actually saying, say that again. I said I don't believe in protesting because I do not believe in peaceful protesting okay so what you mark an x fan yeah yeah i i believe everybody has their part to play in this okay and this is why i said it's very important for everybody to kind of get within themselves and know who they are and know what they're kind of bringing Mm. so for me i'm very fine with um being on the financial side of life okay understanding how economics work okay how um we need to build an economy as black people and okay. how we need to set ourselves up. I'm very comfortable with staying there and educating my people from a financial standpoint. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm more interested in the well-being of people. <laughs> exactly. But do you know what I mean? That's what I mean though. Everybody has their part. Mm-hmm. You're you're you you're definitely you're here for the well-being of people. Yeah. Whereas me, I want to get everybody in a financial place securely. Yeah. Do you understand? Because economically, that's what we need. Yeah. 
Do you understand? Whether we might see it or not, because I was a person before talking about oh, money don't make you happy, money, money, which I understand it doesn't make you happy, but it does, you need it. It's, Need it and it's a tool. Sustain life. All right, and it's a tool. Mm-hmm. If you're hung, if you're if you're in poverty and if you're hungry and you're never gonna be happy if you're you're living hand to mouth. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just like how we live. We're never gonna be happy like that. Yeah, but we've mm-hmm. all been in those situations. Do you understand? Just not what I mean. all, not some. all, but some. Yeah. You know what I mean? How like our background? We've grown up. With, yeah paycheck to paycheck just making ends meet well majority of us making ends meet because that's how we was kind of raised exactly and it's try- it's kind of getting out of that cycle now yeah you know what I mean we don't have to live like that well I was saying to a friend the other day within my family I'm actually the second generation um, of being born in England okay. so my family came up came over in the wind rush obviously then my mum and then myself so um I don't think there's much... Well, I don't think there isn't actually any fully on successful person in the family that actually has pushed for anything like that to actually make a difference. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of my family members are very complacent. And I think that's with a lot of of, um, second-generation people who can become a lot very much complacent with what they give us. And that's my thing. Um, I think about the generation now. I'm trying to... What generation am I in? Because I'm 27. So what year are you? 90. You're a millennium baby, baby. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. However. Yes. I just feel now, I'm at the point where I'm tired of excuses and I just want to kind of make, like, I don't feel like there's nothing we can do when it comes to the whole politics side of things. No, personally, when I say, like... But I if feel, you have that type of thought, go on. Sorry. All right. Not when I say like that, I just, when, and this is where... I say why we are all supposed to do what we're supposed to do. We have our our, our parts to play. Is my part to play is trying to make everybody understand that we need to, even though we are all, even though we are all, um, we want our we want our rights and we want to be treated a certain mm-hmm. way. Personally, I just believe we need to start building. We do. So that's why I said for me. The whole noise of the politics. Politics is another thing. And I don't think when we want to... If we really want to get into politics and money, I'm happy to get in that, in that conversation. But I don't think personally we are ready to jump into that. Do you understand what I mean? Because for us to actually get into this kind of race of... Economics. Yeah, okay, economics. Like if we want to be... What, okay, what I feel, like there are many black people that are actually there, they're on the sidelines. And I just think that because we're not established, we don't have the bloodline, things like that. We don't have no recognition. So I feel like with all this empowerment and protesting, what I hope to come out of it is that those people that wasn't able to push forward and actually support the, the economic for black people, that they would actually be given... Sorry. They would actually be given a chance and opportunity because this has been put out there that racism is a thing equal opportunity isn't there always there for black person sometimes our name on our cv alone gets us judged yeah i think i think for me what the issue i have with all of this is this should we be forcing them i don't think we're forcing them when they was protesting for the nhs when they was protesting for um equal pay we all all, that was fine here where i'm coming from those are all actual like how can i put so NHS is like a, is an organisation. Right, wait, 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 wait. So when they was when they was um having their protest for marriages, um, gay marriages yes. and stuff like that, what was that about? 
Pardon? What difference is that from this? N- not that it's a difference. Okay. You see, not I'm trying to make it like that, but to have an issue with somebody's skin colour, mm-hmm. that's a deep-rooted, different kind of hate. Okay. So that's what I mean is, I feel like we're being, this is all done, being done for um, a money situation. See, all these corporations, yeah. it's a money thing they don't want to lose. It's not that I do, I understand yeah, they so don't want to lose that. That's what I'm saying, where I feel like... That's why I do like the whole thing of buying black. Definitely. But I find it not as accessible as the European yeah, products. Yeah. Unless I go to the, one of the Asian shops. Remember, there's not many actual hair shops out that are run by black people, even though we shop most of it. We're in the shop more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, but this thing about... Even with that, but then that's either it's it's either one or two ways. We either hit, we either cut off our nose and spite our faces, mm-hmm. or um, we just not conform, but we deal with what these people are giving us. But we've taken what we're dealing what these people are giving us. For mm-hmm. us to actually run a race with them, we have to. There's certain system in certain places we have to get in. I think we're gonna have to just disagree on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think only if we are gonna all we can in, we can all do it collectively. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. If I say to you, I just don't think it's genuine, and this is my problem. And when I say, I feel like it's being forced. You don't feel like this is being forced. You don't feel like all of a sudden all these things. So none of them never knew they never had black people in their in their in their. In their um, there were no, but we've been saying this for years. It's no, just but that, this is it's what just I'm that saying. we're actually acknowledging it in mainstream media. This is something that has never been never gone unnoticed. I've noticed that everyone talks about it. The yeah. lack of the lack of um, black people in all all types of jobs. We are the we have. We've been speaking about it. Yeah, it's not something we spoke about last year, five years ago. It's something I've lived my whole life knowing. Yeah. So I, I can't agree with certain things that you said. I've my whole life known that me as a black person, I am not, I might not be on TV as a presenter. Exactly. So my thing is, knowing that, would you, would you, why? And my thing is, why are we still going to? And for me, it's why. Why are we still going to these places? Because I believe that you must always be heard and you have to fight. Like you said, you don't believe in peaceful protesting, mm-hmm. but I believe if you stay in silence, then we're just going to go around in circle. How are we going? It's not staying inside the circle. It's about organizing ourselves together. Yeah, but unless somewhat some action happens, some, mm-hmm. something starts it. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go in a circle. Something has to develop. So right now, something's developed. So now something's developed, and everyone's thinking, "Oh, what can I do to do this to help, to support, to build?" Now all these all these thoughts in the air. Let's just see what happens in the next ten years. 10 years is when you actually see a, um, a consistent growth. Mm. 10 years ago from now, from now, I can't, how, how old was I? How old was I? I was about yeah. 12. It wasn't, it wasn't socially accepted to come out as gay, bisexual, transgender. Mm. 10 years now, it's cool, it's accepted, and if you say anything about it, you can catch a charge. Exactly, but there's no catching a charge right now for killing black people. There isn't, but that's what we're, that we're trying to get. Exactly. So but why 10 years it, from now... Yeah, Hopefully, but we shouldn't be saying because we were saying this how many years ago? I know. And I'm... I'm I think that <laughs> I, I'm going to argue. I'm not saying... No, no, no. I'm not trying to say none of this is... There's not going to be change. I'm not yeah. trying to say there's not going to be no change for yeah. I'm just saying the same way when Martin Luther King asked for us to um, become um, integrated with each other. Yeah. Um, at the same time, at the end of it, he did say 
he feels like he put his um he led his children into a bur- was it a burning um he made a statement okay. anyways it's basically we can look it up yeah um, made a quote that he basically like he led us into he didn't, yeah he didn't lead us into something great integration because okay. look what they've done to us um since we've been integrated at the same time they still okay. managed to keep us down so for me what the system the system yeah so what i'm scared is that isn't, isn't made for us to actually succeed exactly so, so that is why i feel like people are now um fighting for it protesting in many ways peaceful violent but people are now being acknowledged so now we're fighting that system mm-hmm. and if we can break down that barriers in that system 10 years from now i'm giving it per- 10 years is my personal thing 10 years from now there will be hopefully there will be some difference that my next future grandchildren won't have the same type of problems that I think when I go to a job interview, I think, hold on, I wonder how many black girls they got working in there, or am I going to be the only black girl? But when, yeah, I hear that, but then when we talk about systematic racism and stuff like that, we go back to talking about people, like, you know what I mean, parties and their, so it goes, it still goes back to politics. It does. So, that's why I'm saying, if we are going to get caught up in doing this System tackling systematic racism, we have to as well get into the politics side. We have people in there. Um, there's a politician, um, Dawn Butler. Might How be many wrong. though? This is this, but this same thing they were talking about the other day. How many? How many of us are actually in these in these parties? When the guy when the guy was getting off, I couldn't give you a number, but off the top of my head, I know not their names. But I know there's about three or four black politicians. We need more than that. I know we need more. Exactly. And but that's for young young people like my son who's 16. He possibly, if Satan, he doesn't. But yeah. if he wanted to, I would encourage him to do politic, politics. It's for us as parents to show our kids that there's more to life than doing hair mm-hmm. and makeup and clothes making. Now, I love a bit of clothes and I love a bit of makeup, but there's more to life than this. There's more to life than being a musician. Of course. We can be scientists. We need to, and that's what I mean, it's stepping out and... Uh, and like I said, I'm the second choose. generation. I now have a third generation and then he's going to bring them the full generation and every generation, they're going to progress, hopefully. That's what I'm going to pro- procrastinate out there. They're just going to progress. Yeah. In London, I reckon that we will have, maybe not full on black, but we will have a brown prime minister at one point. There's going to be a big a big fight for that. I just believe that we, um, British people, for some reason, we're always behind America. Always something, but something, something happens there and it affects us. It does. It always goes I like that. Don't, I don't trust it. It's I'm not just, for us to trust. Exactly, and this is why I don't believe... It's for should... us to make sure people like you show us to protect ourselves. Yeah. The only way um, that there is. And this is why the only thing I would say to people is the only thing we can do, and I feel we, as us as black people, as we can do, yeah. is build our businesses. Yeah. So we can, because even today, the podcast, yeah. I mean, in the Zoom meeting, yeah. that's why I was telling you to come down. Yeah. They were talking about this exactly. Um... And that's the for us to actually become contenders, and uh, and this is what I'm saying. They're giving us stuff. They're giving us stuff, and that's what we're getting blinded by because a lot of us don't. Cool, we're getting little spots, places, seats at the table, little seats, in, but that's not the main table we want to sit at. Do you understand? And that's what I mean about this is what they do. They give us little changes here. Okay, corporations yeah. are giving us the seat. Alright, this okay. And that's why we should do our research. Research, but, research, exactly. research. But we need to get us. That's why they that's why they're throwing these little 
corporations doing this, that and the other because they don't want us if we proper start attacking politicians and the government. Mm-hmm. As you said, they're going to get uneasy, but we have to make sure we know what we're doing. Definitely. Especially if we're going to start... And I definitely know there are many people that are, but they just are not on that pedestal. Unfortunately, being black, all around the world, it comes at a disadvantage. Yeah. We're not Bill Gates out here. No, we're not, but this is why we need to get our money up. And this is why... And that's why that's why I believe in what you're saying, life insurance. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for me, mm-hmm. but for my next future generation. Yeah. If I can secure some type of investment yeah. that I didn't have, mm-hmm. then hopefully they will see that and it will just live on along our line. Of course. And that each one of us will just live better. Definitely. And that's why I always say, it's just, you're just, it's just setting up. You're setting up. You're in, remember, this is your child... Our kids, our our legacy, you know. Yes. And money can structure a lot of things. If we say it's just like when you watch the end of Power, when 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 um, Tyreek. No, yeah, when Tyreek went to go get his money, mm. he couldn't get his money unless he he can't get his money unless he goes to school. And basically, that stuff with your that's the same. You just every one of us, we can do the same thing if we have a vision. It's for cool. our We're kids. not really taught that in school. Exactly. Money management is something that. They teach us about algebra. They teach us all these things that we don't it's actually not, use yeah. out in the real world. It's not, and it's not. It's and I did the same thing when I got done accounting. I thought accounting was going to teach me about how to how to handle money. Accounting just taught me how to handle money in business. A couple of lessons taught you. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. A couple of life lessons and actually me stepping into this new job of mine yeah. and actually correlating and make understanding that okay, so either way, how these people see we're business to these people. Mm. And once we can start getting into that type of thought process... Right. I want to sum up this whole chat, but I just want to ask you, you work in central London, right? Canary Wolf. Wolf. How do you feel going up there as a black girl? Because obviously my whole thing is about being comfortable with yourself, only being me. How do you feel? Do you feel comfortable? Powerful. Powerful? Yeah. You feel accepted? My, I can't, accepted where my company as an advocate. My company is predominantly eighty percent black people. That's wicked. That's wicked. And I will say to you, when we step, when they see black people, they know exactly what floor we're going. <laughs> okay. They see is the. Let me tell you like that. When we step into one kind of the square, yeah, and that's the you know that big pointy building, yeah, and you see the little the, the flashing light on top of it. Mm-hmm. That's the building we're in. You see the Barclays and all of that next to it. We're in that flashy building, we're in that little building there. So when we're walking in there and everybody's got their best on, they know who's coming in. Don't ever get it twisted. They know <laughs> what floor. I remember going there for my interview. For interview. But from the um, other people that are non obscene or black, do you feel like they, they, they stare at you guys? Who? Like, do you what? feel like they're able to feel like they're comfortable enough to socialise with you? Or do you feel like they're no, still a bit they're off? very... We, to be fair, there is a little shade. We do get shade in the office and stuff like that. We get people complaining and, da, 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 you know, that we're always just in the office. There's no space to do this, that and the other. And, da, 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 and how we are. Just... Would you feel it's you guys not maybe opening up to them? No, it's not that. No, because they're very open. We talk to everybody. It's never that. I'm um, just saying, I had a conversation with a friend... She's more of a, a, a light brown girl, and she just made a reference to 
whenever she has um, conversations with white people, she finds that it's fine. She doesn't find any shade. She had somebody basically touch her skin and say, oh, you're soft. And she was just like, first she was thinking, hold up. But then she was thinking, well, because she said she kind of ended it up on a positive note, saying, oh, your skin looks very shiny and looks very healthy. I just wanted to know, um, just want to touch it. She didn't take no shade to it. She feels like black, maybe some black, some black women, they take it more aggressively and they react rather than thinking, maybe they just generally want to know. How do you feel about that? Have you ever experienced anything like that? No, I haven't. Never? Yeah, no. Hmm. I have. So you've never had someone actually approach you for your hair? Never. Okay. I don't really have an approachable face. Oh, don't say that. I don't. I don't make my face approachable. You do. I don't want to be approached. <laughs> okay, well... So, when I put my non-approachable face, don't approach me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was her own experience of that. So, I just felt um, to ask you, because obviously you're no, in Central. No, I haven't had nobody, actually. I work in Central, and I love it. My job's different. I get more people challenging me on my work. Okay. And... They, when they see life in or they hear me say life in church, they just think automatic salesman. Yes. And that kind of gets my back up sometimes because my job is genuine and I can understand how everybody... But that's something it. growth and you, you've got to learn to deliver of and course, deal with it. Of course, of course. So it's one of those things that I can understand that when it comes to being a financial advisor, it's all about the person. So someone could have had a terrible experience with a financial advisor so now or, or somebody could have a terrible experience with insurance and now I'm the advisor I'm getting the brew of it mm. so that's why at the same time it is my job to just make everybody understand that gotta make yourself approachable yeah I'm on, I'm, 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 I'm on your side the thing is I don't I do the approaching people don't approach me because I don't have a sign on my name saying I do okay, well, let me just sum my question up again <laughs> My thing is, do you find when you're in a business, it's more easier to approach the white people than the black people? Are you able to? I find it harder to approach black the white people. Really? Yeah. Okay. Black people do the finances, and everybody's a bit shaky about that. Even black people. Don't. Hmm. You're me telling people that I do what I do. They're still. Has somebody told me before that if a white person told him the same thing I was telling him, he wouldn't really question it. Had it before. I've had it before. That's really bad. It is bad, but we so we do it. We do it. We look at it because the next, the same black person you think we don't know the black person don't know what they're talking about. Oh, there was a because oh, I used to do psychology. There was a study of um, one of the psychologists. They did study basically on the white coats and basically put on white coats on a couple of um, dot people. And they went and they did tests on people. And because those people saw those people in white jackets, they allowed the, the doctor to do whatever they wanted to them just because they had the white jackets. See? And that's my thing. So that's why I feel like a lot of people do look at me now thinking, okay, because we're coming from the same place. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know this. So how does she know this? But I don't know this. And yeah. How she gives me, she's telling me something I don't. The judgmental know. side, like, yeah, it's like she, she's telling me my something brother, I my don't sister, know. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like 
she's telling me something that I don't know. So I've never heard it because majority of the things I'm telling you about is life insurance. You wouldn't have never heard. Yeah, we had our conversation. Exactly. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? When I'm telling you about trusts and stuff like that, you must we didn't even. If you don't mind, I'm, I will post your details on my social media. So that because I definitely think people should actually just ask you questions. That's I just I just what. I do what I do because I want people to ask. Yeah. I don't even want you to take up the insurance. I just want you to ask the question. Yeah. And see if it's right for you. Yeah. I just want people to ask the question. Just be like, right. Okay. So I'm hearing about life insurance. How can it actually benefit me? If we have a conversation and you say it can't benefit you, then I will never ever call you again. But I can guarantee, hand on my heart, after we have a conversation. One thing. Please say let the people know that you don't have to have a solid nine to five okay to have it. yes so can knock out a couple of things for everybody so you don't have to have a job to get life insurance um life insurance life insurance doesn't um check your credit or your credit score or anything like that nor does it affect your credit score or anything like that so um yeah, those are the main things that I know mm. people have kind of an um, issue with. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not aware of those things. They're not aware of those things. They think, oh, they need to be in a sustaining job. Or, mm. No, because so, insurance is based on life. And back to what I'm trying to get at, is just say that for you young people that are living that bad boy life, think about your parents. Yes. And get you some life insurance. Yes. Definitely. And parents, if you do have your kid and you know that he's, um, if you have your child and you know that they're outside and they're living a life that you're not really that you met that you're Pull not them really, aside yeah. and talk to them not even that like if you can see that they're going down and it sounds so harsh and they're going down the route that you're not very happy with where they're out on the streets and you know they may be around knives and then things take out insurance against them yeah that's a whole next thing protect at the same time we need to protect ourselves we do yeah we have to as i said protect yourself at all costs you know what I mean? Mm. We, as I said, it could just, with all insurance, if it comes to your phone or your car, you'll get, majority of us, we all have to have car insurance. You can't go on the road without car insurance. You need to think. You need to look at your life in the same way. All right. I want to just say thank you so much for taking the time to come and have a little chat with me. Yeah. And yes, please do join in next week for the group chat. I will send out details on what it will be later on in the week. Lovely. All right, but thank you so much, T. And yeah, speak to you soon. See you soon, babe.